Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nintendo! of 
December 10th, 2015. I am your host, Jose Otero, and this is IGN's Nintendo Show. Joining me once again is Per Schneider. Thank you for welcoming me. And welcome in to, a uh, hearty welcome in to Marty Sleva, who is our host of Podcast Beyond, regular on Podcast Unlocked. You're in like every other video we I'm, make around I'm, here. I'm with breaking the, down these, these console worlds. Yeah, and we haven't had you on in a while. I apologize for that, but you no, are back today, yeah. um, and you're looking something up on your phone, which is hopefully yeah. very important. <laughs> um, no, there's a, there's a topic I'm very excited to talk about. All okay. Right. Cool. Well, uh, we're going to lead things off with a bit of old news, but something that we missed that I really wanted Olds. to talk about. Olds. Um, Olds news. Uh, and it is that Mother 4, once again, comes up. Uh, is brought up in an interview with uh, Shigesato Itoi. Now, Itoi is the creator of the Mother series, which started on the Famicom. Uh, we did not see the NES version, even though it was localized. But we did see it as Earthbound on, uh, excuse me, on the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And he was asked, once again, what he thought about the possibility. He said, I thought I could do it. So I, uh, excuse me, when he was asked to make Mother 3, he thought he could do it, and he did. But he says that the idea of making Mother 4 is, once again, totally impossible. Now, Itoi has said this before in 2013. He called it impossible. responding Inconceivable. To a, <laughs> to a fan on Twitter. Um, but to give a bit more context this time around uh, he said among big time pop stars if they you know put out 10 albums around the fourth album they can't make very good songs he explained the albums sell but everyone at concerts wants to hear songs from those first three hour albums he mm-hmm. says everyone and he just feels that he's not a grain creator that's not his job if it was he would have done it by now right? and that he just doesn't want to make Mother 4 yeah I mean the, the, my two word answer is George Lucas yeah Right. It is. It is probably true that George Lucas could not have made the awesome seventh Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that the torch can't be passed to somebody else. I, I haven't seen, you know, Abrams Star Wars. Obviously, the trailer looks awesome. The trailer for Episode One looked awesome yep. too. Let's be honest. <laughs> With the right? Gungans coming through the fog. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't know how much you were going to hate those things. Uh, yeah, <laughs> those guys yeah. are awesome. They're badass. Yeah, you see yeah. them? Oh my god. Yeah. They, um, um. But but that's. Yeah. I mean, I I, I respect Itoy. I think he's done some good games. Um. In the past obviously we love we love the original Earthbounds mm-hmm. you know 3 was a Mother good game great. too mm-hmm. yeah no no and but uh, it's okay to say you don't have it in you anymore I would be careful with the wording so, and say impossible because yes. it is possible for somebody else it's totally okay to say I don't have it in me anymore yeah. but it's not okay to say you have four creative projects in you and that's it like you as in the general you yeah because there are I mean, like Miyamoto's still making incredible mm-hmm. games uh, there's there's plenty of artists like the Beatles like hit a stride near the, the latter half of their career yeah. Yeah. Kanye's six albums and yeah. he's, he's hitting a take Johnny Cash take I mean Johnny Cash, you know? seriously yeah. and so and authors like Murakami is a guy mm-hmm. who's 12 novels in and they're all yeah. amazing and yeah. so um, yeah I, I would love to see this the torch pass to someone you know maybe younger and someone who who is still hungry yeah I th- this is really disappointing to me because I think that the Earthbound series everything about it is so Nintendo mm-hmm. it is a Nintendo take on a, a, a at the time popular genre I mean to be fair Earthbound in every which way is a Dragon Quest clone but it is contemporary it is a heartfelt story uh, one that is about like these friends on an adventure it's relatable it's emotional Mother 3 uh, has some incredible moments mm-hmm. um, and I feel like some of my favorite Nintendo games evoke interesting emotions from me. It's not just mm-hmm. me feeling like a badass all the time. So I am very sad to hear this. Like the idea that Mother 
the Mother series and Earthbound uh, basically can't continue without Itoy. And I agree, uh, actually, with you, Pear. But I think, is that true? But I think it's unfortunate that, that it would have Itoy? to continue without yeah. him. I think that's what this all points to. Yeah. And, like, Mother 3 is about to come out in Japan on the virtual console for, for Wii U mm-hmm. uh, as, as basically the GBA port of that game. Um, and... I firmly believe that in 2016, Mother 3 is going to come out on Wii U. I'm going to say that here. I'm going to be held accountable for this because in 2016, I'm sure someone's going to tell me, you said this. Is going to I believe this will happen. I believe Nintendo understands how much this fan base has supported the series, has evangelized the series, mm-hmm. and will continue to evangelize the series. Absolutely. Yeah. And it makes all the sense in the world to just do it. You sure. can't tell me it's going to cost you that much to localize a Game Boy Advance there game. there is a translation out there, and it's really good. Yeah. And, so, and, yeah. it, and it's a very good translation mm-hmm. by people who really cared about that game. Where mm-hmm. we're talking specifically about Clyde Mandolin um, and a group of people who did a fan translation mm-hmm. of Mother Three, which you can find on the internet. You could you can find these things, and it's unfortunate because it puts you in the position where you had to go about illegal means just to experience it. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's it's about time that ended. Mm-hmm. They can also look back at the uh, uh, at their own history. One, look at the price of the NES Amiibo. Start yep. done right. There's obviously hardcore, um, you know, hardcore audience interest in this series continuing and you just have to gauge how big that interest is it is absolutely we've said this before it's absolutely big enough to warrant a translation of a completed game yes it is not that expensive it just isn't like it should be possible to put out this game and especially if we were able to get uh, Mother what was Mother 1 called when it came here Beginnings Uh, Beginnings? they called it Beginnings Beginnings. yeah I don't know what the hell Mm -hmm. they'll call Mother 3 yeah Endings (laughs) Endings endings. Impossibilities yeah but uh, (laughs) and and, yeah Earthbound Beginnings or Earthbound Zero or Mother one, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, is it's a fine piece of like gaming history. Like it's not a, it's not an amazing game. Yeah. Like no. for the time, it was something incredible, no. but it was one of those things that like Earthbound did everything that did a thousand times better. Yeah. It did absolutely yeah. no no question. Um, and Mother Three, I mean, with you know, we've played it. Uh, it's mm-hmm. an incredible game. It's a super emotional game. Like it's something that I think people would in 2016 would play and would re- it would really resonate with them. It's such a smart battle system. It's such a great story. Incredible characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about yeah. growing up. It's mm-hmm. about like how life changes. It's about getting over loss. Like yeah. there's so much about that series. And when you put it in Smash Brothers, let me remind you that you're reminding people this exists yeah. and yet you continue to not acknowledge it and you got a Lucas Amiibo coming. I'm sorry. Like I'm frustrated about this. That's why I this I, that's why I don't think this is Itoy's viewpoint. But probably didn't have a good time. Um, developing the last game, working with the with the, the team on that one because yeah. I mean the the 64 DD version was a disaster, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It was a disastrous project to the point when we tried to ask NCL and EAD employees about it, they just didn't want to talk yeah. about it back then, right? Mm-hmm. It was like this. There was there was something really bad, and just because it didn't come out the way you know you're now witnessing the saga of like Kojima versus Konami, all that kind of stuff, just because you didn't hear it doesn't mean that there wasn't something yeah. there that was. Like, he just doesn't want to relive, Well, and you can't, like, I can't fathom what it would be like to be working on a single project, Earthbound 64 to Mother 3 for Mm -hmm. the better part of a decade. Yeah. Like, by the end of that, like, you are, you have fallen out of love with whatever it is. So, yeah, there is a fantastic, someone went ahead and translated our... uh, a fantastic interview that was published in Japan between Iwata, Miyamoto, Itoi, mm-hmm. talking about Earthbound 64, where it went wrong, why they had to stop, and that it, it just basically wasn't going to be a thing. I think anyone who, who really cares about Mother is aware of it. Mm-hmm. If you have interest in it, you should go look that up. Earthbound 64 interview, um, it, it was a fantastic 
portrait into what was going on in their minds and how disappointed they were and how long yep. it sort of took for that to come together. Mm -hmm. But but we have heard, you know, back to Nintendo's history, we mm -hmm. have heard from Nintendo before how difficult it would be to do a sequel to a franchise. And that was Metroid before the Metroid Prime series, yeah. right? Like, again and again, we heard, first of all, it was an uncomfortable subject because one of the creators had died, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, just that You're talking starting about by Yokoi. Mr. Yeah. Yokoi, just okay. that, you know, picking up the pieces from that. Very similar when you go back to Batman and you talk to anybody involved with, you know, uh, with the Dark Knight and, yeah. and Heath Ledger, you heard a lot of, oh, we're not going to touch the Joker. Like, it's going to be a long time before you can go back to the yeah. Joker. It's not going to be a long time before the Joker's yeah. back, by the way. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. from video game to movie, yeah. the Joker is already back. And I feel like the same thing happened with Metroid. It took a while, but we got more Metroid games. The, yeah. the same thing is going to happen with Earth. And, I mean, even that Batman thing makes a lot of sense because after Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan was like, I'm done with this. Yeah, and yeah. pretty much Warner Brothers had to be like, hey, we will let you make Inception if you please come back and make one more. Yeah, he didn't want to. So yeah. he in the situation is a lot like Itoy, where mm -hmm. he doesn't want to. And then we um, had Batman's Reckoning. Uh, Gotham's Reckoning. I don't, don't do about it. That. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Let's um, not talk about I that. I do want to say some people are uh, carrying this, the, the torch uh, yep. of, of games like Earthbound and Mother 3. One specifically is a game called Undertale, which came out uh, to PC in September. It was a Kickstarter game uh, by a kid named, I call him a kid because he's insanely young and crazy talented, named Toby Fox, who he, uh, he pretty much, it was like a one-man project. He wrote, he he composed, he coded, uh, and it's this Whoa. amazing top-down like RPG. It looks immediately like Earthbound. It, it is the Dragon Quest-style battle system, uh, but it deals with a lot of the same themes as Earthbound. It deals mm -hmm. with these sort of uh, with this childhood whimsy that turns nightmarish. It deals mm. with uh, loss. Uh, Does it have poop? It, it doesn't have poop or, or belch or anything like that. Okay. Oh, I guess you said poo. I said yeah. poop. Yeah. Um, that's a really cool game. If you have a PC, <laughs> you should check it out. He also really wants to, he wants to port it to consoles in 2016, and he specifically said he thinks it would uh, fit on a Nintendo system. Uh, but his problem is that he made it in Game Maker, which is not easily portable to um, any of the consoles, so he would well, have to I'm reprogram sure. it. Yeah, yeah, but it's done really well on uh, Undertale. It's nominated for a couple things for IGN's Game of the Year. So. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. Right. The Check talented Mr. Toby... Toby Fox. Toby yeah. Fox. Toby Fox. All right. Well, look that up. I see Make what sure you, you did. The that talented Toby Fox. That's yeah, really good. Right. Yeah, I've also heard of a DS game called Contact. I believe oh, yeah. had uh, had similar like Earthbound. God, it looks so much like Earthbound, too. Yeah. Look, I'm saying it here. Mother 3, 2016, in English, believe. Believe. Leave with me, like I, I that's happening. Yeah, I'm okay. willing to put that down right here. I'm writing that on the table. Yeah, I write it, carve it, engrave it, engrave it. Uh, there's no fate but the one we make for ourselves. And in the future, uh, believe it or not, Minecraft is going to be announced for. Uh, guess what? Whoa, whoa, what? This happened. Impossible. Um, surprise! I know. Uh, so this was teased uh, over the weekend. Um, Damon Baker, uh, who is one of the managers of third-party relations, indie relations uh, at Nintendo, or very involved in that. Um, he said on a podcast this weekend, yep, something big's coming Monday. And it turned out that was it. Um, the one catch, the Kept one caveat is there would be no tile sort of there's no controls or uh, you know on the on the touchscreen itself of the gamepad there aren't inventory management options for mm -hmm. Minecraft. So it is Minecraft the way you're playing it everywhere else. There were no special changes made for Minecraft Wii U. And there seems, to, this seems, uh, hang on, let me clarify that. Yeah. You can use the gamepad as an alternative screen, yeah. but other than that, like you're not doing inventory management on there and just having like the regular world happening on the main screen. So this has sparked a lot of people on Twitter going off about, well then what's the point? Um, 
which <laughs> is understandable. Like in other words, they were expecting Minecraft when it got here to take advantage of the system and by so far at least omitting that to them, they feel it has not. Well, it is, I mean, it is, I, I'm not the, the guy who says, well, now it's too late, it took too long. Minecraft has legs. It clearly keeps on selling no matter what platform you put it on. And getting that on the Wii U, I would have argued they should have put it on the Wii too, you yeah. know, which had this huge casual install base mm-hmm. and lots of kids. Um, the Wii didn't have kids. The, the, yeah. Um, but <laughs> we got you. Uh, it, it's the, the two problems with the announcement of this title are, it's, it isn't anything special. Inventory management, you know, moving things around, throwing stuff out of your inventory, it would have been really nice to have that touch screen yeah. work as an inventory screen, not having to open it on your main screen mm-hmm. while you're trying to escape from, from creepers or yeah. whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, like, and the world doesn't pause yeah. when you're looking through your inventory, it, but it would make sense as something it, that's on the game. It would, yeah. have been, it would have been great. It made sense. I mean, the, the classic PC Minecraft, you had to do your own, like, you know, you had to actually craft stuff with a menu, and they simplified that a lot over the years, and so the 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 need of the inventory system is is a little bit lessened. The 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 thing that I was surprised at is like if you have worked this long to get this game on this platform, and it obviously took a while to to create this, would it have killed you to locked in a Mario skin pack for launch? I mean, seriously, <laughs> yeah. like Microsoft did it before they owned the freaking yeah. studio. Well, right? Microsoft like, walked on broken glass to get that on yeah, Xbox yeah, first. Yeah. Like, it's, let's be honest, it's, it's like. Uh, Give people a reason to talk about this and not in a way to say, well, Xperia beat you to it by a few years, yeah, right? Like, but, but it's been it, on so but many But is platforms. it 100% clear there isn't one? No, or no, they are you isn't. just disappointed that they haven't said this is a thing you're Yeah, yeah. I'm this. like, you're announcing Minecraft. It can't just be we're an also run and I mean, it's coming also. Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's also, one of those. It like, should be a Zelda skin, not on. a Mario skin. Well, this yeah, is but, a big ahead. deal. Like, no, make it special. And it is one of those, like, if you show up that late to a party, you should bring a nice. Just bring a bottle of wine for the host. The best bottle of wine. It doesn't even have to be the best. It could be a box of Franzia. I'm fine with that. And a Samus skin pack would be a very nice bottle of wine. (laughs) Just something. You just two-buck chuck. Yeah. Like, I totally understand. (laughs) Oh, man. I like that. Uh, I I totally understand not creating this new hybrid of, like, what it's like to play Minecraft on iOS and what it's like to play Minecraft on 360. And I understand that would be a really big undertaking of sort of creating something in between that. And I get not doing doing that. But, yeah, the skins... uh, are a little weird. I think it's going to be neat to boot up a game and see a Microsoft logo before <laughs> before a Nintendo game. Will there be Boosh. one? Will they? I don't think there will be. I'll probably just say no. Mo it'll Yang. probably be in the. In the I mean, it wouldn't be the, be the first time. Print. We had it with Banjo Kazooie on the Game Boy. Brought right? to you like, by Bill Gates. We're going to have it soon in yeah. Smash Brothers when Banjo's in Smash Brothers. You think Banjo's in Smash? Hashtag Brothers? Banjo for Smash 2016. <laughs> I think the voting is closed <laughs> in October. I you just still want to keep voting. Marty's still going. Keep it going. Yeah, Microsoft Game Studios was agnostic way back when, and even when the X. Xbox existed. We had some. Well, we even had a uh, uh, Viva Pinata showed up on DS. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That? Yeah, through so a THQ sublicense. Yeah, yeah, through a sublicense. Um, I do want to point out though, in in the midst of all this like negative reaction to, well, it's not using the gamepad in a meaningful way. I would I would only pose the argument that Minecraft is a platform that they're constantly developing for, and if they see enough interest or if they see people asking for it enough, yeah. I think they can't help but put the money back into it and do it. This, and this thing's going to sell for like I think it's going to sell for twenty or thirty bucks. This is not a cheap. No, eShop game and it expensive. doesn't sound like it's a physical game either like you're not gonna go to Target and buy Minecraft Wii U on disc it seems like it's just a digital if release. it does well it will be right that's what happened yeah. with the consoles too. Yeah. it was yeah, digital I, only I think they will turn around and put those things in but 
you either have to be very vocal about it, which a lot of people are, yeah. or if they see enough interest from the minute the game pops up and then people are reminding them there, they'll I'll, do it. Yeah, I also don't want to underestimate, though, the... Um, you know, the, the ability to mirror gameplay on the gamepad because mm-hmm. ultimately that is more useful than Way the inventory useful. screen totally. because, Agreed. like, when you're in creative mode, it is just nice to do that while you're watching TV. Yep. Like, yep. when you're building a giant freaking castle made out of 100,000 little You blocks, want it to be one of two things you're you doing. You want to watch those. a TV show while you're doing yep. that. Yeah. And so I actually think that's, that's going to be the most useful application that the Wii U can do that. Totally. Yeah, well, and that and just having a second person jump on that gamepad to make something with you. I mean, that's the other alternative right and yep. that makes a lot Does of sense that work? to me yeah. yeah it sounds like that is possibly there it that's wasn't great. made clear but if that is there i think yeah. that's really smart if that's not there then you've got another thing to is, complain about I know, uh, world sorry for not knowing this is minecraft story mode on wii u it the is Tell- a wii u the yeah, that, game that is the yeah, first yeah. Okay. signs of minecraft yeah. on wii u i think i also form. think these two things might be a sign that uh, nintendo wants to be quicker with uh <laughs> mojang and with minecraft in the future like, oh yeah whatever Mojang's working on next, whatever the next Minecraft thing is, I would expect to see it uh, come NX a lot sooner. I don't think we're going to have to be waiting years for it. it that's well, I mean, we don't know the strategy yet, right? No, like, we is don't. this a strategy to get everybody hooked on Minecraft 1 and then make the big splash with and Minecraft Xbox 2 on Xbox oh. 1? Or is it truly that they realize, hey, this title just is so broad, it has to be everywhere? That would be right? evil if they did that. Yeah. It would be smart. Would it be real bad, man. What a that would be crazy if that was kids an Xbox would cry. One. Imagine yeah. every kid just so I, begging their parents. Kids don't for an cry; Xbox they one. just tell their parents to get them an Xbox One. And then they, oh yeah, back in my day too. we cried. Yeah, yeah. is that With a lot of tears yeah. in Southern Wisconsin? The internet cries a lot of tears too. Sometimes <laughs> it gets what it wants, and sometimes it doesn't. I will say this: in terms of Nintendo missing the boat on Minecraft, I will say that uh, Dan Adaman uh, did, st- you know, when he left the company in a co- in an interview said. One of the reasons this didn't happen is that I didn't get it. Like I, I played Minecraft. I saw it when uh, when he was running indies and managing indies for Wii, and he said he didn't understand it. So he, they didn't jump on. Like he, I don't know if he had to convince a lot more people, but I found it interesting that he was at least willing to go out there and admit that. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Think, uh, most people didn't get it at first. You know, it wasn't until you're like, well, I have to get it now because everyone gets it. Everyone's talking about it. Like, mm-hmm. Everyone always points back to that original forum post where Notch posted on whatever it was where he's like, hey, I have this thing. Yeah, yeah. It's in pre-alpha. Go at it. Yep. And I think the exploded. moment you played with a friend, you got was it. Where you, and that yep. game did not have... You know, did not come with an instruction manual to to tell you, hey man, you really got to play this with a friend and create something, yeah. right? Like it was really, uh, like you had to invest a little bit of time to learn how good it is. No, yeah, and, and some people just don't like that kind of game gameplay. No, so totally. I don't want to blame Dan for it either. No, but and we've yeah, all I don't either. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. years passed. Oh, yeah. And there's no excuse for that. No. It's just not like you... Well, they've at least they've made up for it with going for Kerbal Space Program day and mm-hmm. date on consoles. Yeah. It will be on Wii U. They seem to be reacting a lot quicker. Uh, I want to see, in, I wanna in see Rocket League term. on Wii U. Rocket League's just coming to Xbox One now. I want to see it on Wii U. Yeah, they yeah. should totally put it there. You hear I that, agree. Dunham? Come on. <laughs> yeah, make it happen. Yeah. All right, so uh, I now want to open up the floor to any discussions about any games that we're currently playing. You've been playing a lot of Pokemon Picross, mm-hmm. for example. Which do you, not would a lot. You like I'm, I'm not that into it. i got to honestly well, say. Neither is my roommate. That's why is, I want you to talk yeah, about it. Feels, yeah. It's the problem I have. I'm playing on my Japanese 3DS. I'm playing Picross 3D, too. Okay. And it is fast, it's smart, it's great, it has horrible elevator music. 
It does. You can't turn off, by the way. So nope. you either have music and sound effects or you just mute your system. No, nothing. Yeah, it does. It's like at first you're like, oh, they did a nice job with this jazz music. But then you're like, you're like an hour 19. You're like, God, stop it. But it is super fast and smart and like complex. And your hands hurt after you're playing it. Um Pokemon Picross has cool little Pokemon things added, you know, where you, like, assign your team and you use their special powers. But um, it's it feels slow. Mm. Like, it's just, it just is not as good. Yeah. So it's it's still, I mean, you cannot beat the price of free. Yeah. So yeah. And it, it's fun for that. It's old school Picross, the, mm-hmm. the 2D kind, not the 3D kind. <coughs> the 3D kind, yes, there is a 3D game, uh, which Pear was referring to. But uh, I don't have a ton of love for old school Picross. So yeah? I'm sorry. Yeah, like I've never have. Um, but it is based around an energy meter where you can continue to solve the puzzle as long as you have energy. When you run out of mm-hmm. energy, you've either got to <coughs> use the in-game currency for energy or you got to open up the wallet to get the energy. Yeah. Um, and I, I really, if, if I can say this, I really dislike games where you are on a schedule to play them. Where, like, this is the amount of time you have and that's it, mister. It feels like money. you have a parent. You can buy it. You can I don't, pay. I'm not paying off my parent for more time at the okay. console. <laughs> like, well, I can't. just, I find this ridiculous. Like, All I'm right, sorry. But, you know, like, imagine. This is one of my beasts with free-to-play. Like, when it's you're, this yeah. kind of free-to-play. You're a kid. Okay. And you don't have a lot of cash. Mm. Right. Clearly. This is awesome. It's awesome. You can boot it up every day. It becomes this kind of cool appointment thing. Same with uh, mm. UFO, UFO grabby grabby badge center thing, so right? <laughs> like, so um, I will tell you what yeah, that's the name. Something that happened to him, this isn't my experience. Oh, I'm talking about my roommate here, uh, is that he, uh, he was mentioning that he was solving a puzzle. A rare Pokemon appeared. He wanted to try to catch it, and they warned him, okay, this is a tougher puzzle. But then they tell him, hey, your energy is running out. Are you sure you want to try this? Because if you run out of energy, the puzzle's over. He's like, I'm going to try it. It can't be that hard. <laughs> it is a much harder puzzle, which is fine, but he didn't have enough energy to finish. So midway through, he was basically kicked out. He yeah. was done. And it was like, he's just like, I don't see a reason to keep playing this. And I'm like, oh. man, that's it's, unfortunate. It's not. I, I, I want to make sure people don't misunderstand and, and think it's a bad game. It's just like, for me, by comparison... There's just a huge difference, like Picross 3D. 3D yeah, yeah, no, it's it's the per, it's speed. Like you, when you make an X or you destroy a block, it feels good mm-hmm. in one game and not in the other. Yeah. And Picross 3D has multiple colors, so you got to think about the two different colors and how they interplay. Whereas Picross, Pokemon Picross, is kind of going back to the very basics of the game. It's mm-hmm. like, you All know, right. yeah, it's. Yep. I think it's it's worth playing because it's free and you can try it out. Okay. Uh, did you try Dimension the War uh, Remastered yet? No. Okay, I didn't either. We'll talk about that one next week. Apologies for late impressions yeah. on that. Yeah. Have you played any? Yeah, I've been pl- well. I've been playing older Nintendo things for two features I have going up. I'm replaying Chrono Trigger and Banjo Kazooie. Okay. Uh, both those games are incredible. You should play both those. Games. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing uh, Chrono Trigger on my uh, DS. Okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm doing a Chrono Trigger feature uh, next year. Man, that game holds up so well. It Chrono does. Trigger. It's yeah. timeless. It's yeah. so beautiful. The music, man. The music. Seriously, yeah. the music, the art, and it's just one of those. It's one of those weird things where every time I go back. I'm amazed at how much I still remember from it. Mm-hmm. I'm always happy when Frog pops up. Oh, too. God, oh and his music's so good. He makes this entrance. Oh, yeah. When he's in the, in the church, when you're fighting all the and terrifying church acts. The music acts. is completely the opposite of the character right. you're seeing, which is a frog, frog with whose armor. gullet comes out. Every yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And this yes. great sense of humor. Yeah, and 100%. Yeah. No, oh, totally. man, that game is so good. Yeah. All right, well, the, since that's over, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we have questions for you from the question blocks. We're going to do our best to answer them. Are they about grabby, grabby hands you with about a couple things. We'll be right back.
Welcome back, Jose Otero here with Welcome, Per Marty. Schneider, Marty Sleva, and Per Schneider. <laughs> What's up, Marty? So I was just really amazed at how quickly we were gone. My in breaks yeah. go. Theater of the, you are much different than Ryan McCaffrey. Yeah, his breaks are real long. You. Yeah, his breaks are so. No, we, well, he has a meeting coming up, so I gotta, I gotta honor that. Gosh. So this is the question block. Peshaw to Pear's meetings, and it says, "Hi from the UK. Just a quick question. Nintendo does like celebrating anniversaries, and 2015 was the 20th anniversary of one of their biggest failures, sadly, the Virtual Boy." Whilst the, this was their biggest misstep, and the idea was arguably before its time, given the limitations of the day for 3D and 3D-style games, do you think Nintendo should have shown at least a little love to the system and released a Virtual Boy comp- compilation game pack for the 3DS? He doesn't think it would take much time to convert some of the better games and give some love back to those of us who enjoy the system um, and provide some insight into some of the more odd ideas the to- uh, Crazy Toy Maker had. One hundred percent. You have you to celebrate. You have to you celebrate your failures. Yes. Because uh. when you celebrate your failures, they can become hits. I don't think mm-hmm. it's so much celebrating failure as I think that anything like this needs time and needs resources. And when you look at Nintendo right now, if I had to choose between getting another game out on time and putting people aside right. to work on Virtual Boy, yeah. f the Virtual Boy. It wasn't good before, and it's not going to magically be good today. That's Look, my argument. I live in a happy fantasy world where you can do everything <laughs> at once. Which is right-click, save yeah. as. And it's I, now, I just, uh, Robert, uh, this comes from Robert, by the way, in the UK. Robert, I just want to make sure I'm clear. Like, I, I, I totally see where you're coming from, and I appreciate it. But I don't think the assumption of it wouldn't take much makes a lot of sense. Like, mm-hmm. any project takes time, yeah. takes resources away from something else. And I just don't think the Virtual Boy is worth that much it's, time yet. Yeah, it's not like you, you know, somebody's already figured out how to emulate this on the system. Yeah, like, you have totally. to write a lot of code. And so... Yeah. For and the quality of the games is not amazing. Well, let's yeah. be honest, Forget right? The virtu- yeah, the quality of the games mm-hmm. was amazing. I mean, let's remember that controller for a minute. They solved the problem no one was trying to solve at the time, <laughs> which was two D-pads and two sets of buttons and trigger buttons. And I mean, that thing was... You can uh, play it upside down. And yeah, backwards. I mean, no disrespect to, to Mr. Yokoi and the Nintendo of, of their time that were trying to try something new and different, but this thing just wasn't isn't a thing in my mind worth celebrating that yeah. way. I, at least not yet. I still... I, I loved... 80s cheese and you know like, I love when you bring this back cheese. right yeah. like just uh, you know I, I don't know even okay. even if it wasn't a success I think it would have been a really cool a really cool thing to yeah. elevate I mean and sure. also like it would have been cute to be like all these you know all these companies want you to strap things to your face and yeah. we did that 20 years ago yeah um, right? and I remember I remember a year after it came out getting one from $15 from Circuit City and I, I was playing was it Mario Tennis or was there there was a tennis game, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a Mario class, Mario the tennis, tennis and then, something yeah. else. And I remember yeah. playing it for twenty minutes and just getting the worst migraine ever. Just the worst. <laughs> I, see, sounds I, like my first 3DS experience. Yeah, right. <laughs> I thought everybody was exaggerating, and then you, you play it and you're like, "Yeah, oh, it does give you yeah, a headache." Like, how did they not know this is going to happen? They, how how did they figure out how to give you a headache? Yeah, it was magical. That's, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it would have been cute as a historical nod, as yeah. a, like, remember this? But. Yeah, maybe in five years they'll go, uh, you know what, yeah. Although, who knows if they'll have a 3D system. I mean, or, the, 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 the penguins are all lined up in a row because they have a 3D system right now. Give me now. a Mario Maker red tile set instead. Then. Or we'll what? <laughs> I would love for, you know, I don't, I don't want anyone to pirate anything, but, like, when stuff like Oculus and Vive and, and uh, <laughs> VR becomes, like, I would love an emulator to where I, could, I have these things in my house and I could play all these old... Mm. And you can, and then you get can, a new headache. And, and then you new can appreciate the mediocrity in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> not work, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, thank you very much, Robert, for sending that in. Mm-hmm. Our next question Come comes back. from 
Is that a question uh, sound? Tyler H. Uh, in Wisconsin. He says, oh, it's Marty's hometown. My boy. This is why you're here. Uh, I finally Love got my first cheese. 3DS. And I'm extremely excited to get into its huge library of games. You always hear about the really popular games such as Mario 3D Land, Zelda games, and Fire Emblem. So I was wondering, are there any lesser known games such as Theater Rhythm, Gunman Clive that you guys really enjoyed? Can be first party, third party, or indie. Thank you, and I love the show. Thank you, Tyler. Uh, so, what, what games are we recommending here? Shovel Knight. Bit, uh, excuse me, Box Boy. Steam, yeah, Box Steam Boy. World Dig, Steamworld Box Dig. Boy, Shovel, Shovel Knight. Mm-hmm. Are we reviewing Steam World Heist? We are. Yeah, okay, yeah I don't know. Is it good? Uh, I, I have not played it. it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, right. sorry about that, people listening. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, we should have a review up soon. Um, Pushmo, Shovemo, whatever Pushmo, the sequel Shovemo, is. Pushmo, Shovemo, Dubmo. Yeah. <laughs> no. Pushmo uh, was great. Pushmo and Crashmo is what you're crash, yeah. crash referring yeah. to. I thought Pokemon Shuffle was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think it was terrible for a I'm free play. I'm trying to remember. There were, what was that tower defense game that had this hand-drawn art style? From uh, from the the oh man hand drawn art style yes, I don't remember that at God. all. God, I don't remember this at all either. Oh man, you made I remember. Look it, up. Um, look it up. You guys keep talking. Okay, vamp, vamp. Kill me. No, I just I'm remembering the one with the the armadillo main character. It was a Tanabe game. Dylan's, Dylan's rolling, rolling Western yep. was also oh, yeah, yeah. a tower defense game. Uh, that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. I didn't like uh, Sakura Samurai. That game didn't grab yeah. me, but because it's a little too. Um, I don't know. It's very punishing, like when you mm-hmm. when you mess up. Uh, so I didn't enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, there are some big ones you didn't name that are really good. The, the two Zelda games, or the two as in uh, Ocarina and uh, Majora. Yeah, that's Yokai right. Watch is super fun. Yep, I've been you playing should, a little bit of that. You should play uh, the Yokai Watch. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Don't play Snake Eater 3D. Like <laughs> the concept's there, and it was this close to being amazing, but the resolution was not. So it's gonna hurt your eyes. Starship Defense. Star. Oh, that's a Dylan Cuthbert joint. Yes. That was a that's a DS is game. That a though, DS isn't game? It? Yeah, that's a DS oh, game. Man, you like reached back. That's what I went to. The cryogenic f- yeah, freeze. I keep you thinking did. of things. I'm like, oh, that's a DS game. I played that recently. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. I, uh, I was playing it on the okay. wrong device. Uh, okay. I love that game. There it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Go back. So Nobody knows it exists. Yeah. So check that one out. Yeah, that, no, that's a cool game. Uh, that's Q Games. That's why yep. I said Dylan Cuthbert yep, game. Yep. All right, cool. Uh, I can't think of anything else. I'm trying, trying to think of the early. Like, what, did you, what, what did I play the first year? Oh, Shantae. Play oh, Shantae. Yeah, yeah. Please play Shantae. Shantae. Like, you should be playing Shantae. Shantae games are always good. Uh, that's a good selection that's more oh, really? as we think about it no there's one more uh, that um, what came out at the same time as Box Boy you're gonna mm, I don't there was the, another like good that one. helps Keep what came out say, I don't know there was another game because really? I had to split no, time I was gonna between say, them. Uh, Jules Company made this really fun uh, Jules Watson uh, made a really fun uh, platformer <laughs> Blonde kid glasses. You yes. know what I'm talking about. Mutant muds. Mutant muds. That yes. was good, but yeah. so mean. Sorry, yeah. Jules. Jules, you're an evil man. Okay. Zeo Drifter. He's got a new joint. game out. Yes, Zeo Drifter, which Altano really enjoyed, and also had a song uh, on the, the soundtrack for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Jules got a new mobile game. It's called Totes the Goat. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a Q-Bird game with a goat. Nice. Big yep. fan. Okay. Yeah. Check Maybe that we'll out. see a 3DS version of that. You got a phone. Yeah. Look, yeah. there. you got an extra bonus round uh, recommendation. Bonus pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. All right. Next question. How are we doing on time? Oh, Pear's fine. Uh, ah, this next question is actually pretty cool. And we got it from uh, this next or topic is from two people. Uh, but it has to do with NX supporting backwards compatibility, which we talked about last week. So he asked, would you rather the NX support backwards compatibility, HD, Wii makes, and all the controllers that come with both, or start fresh on an X with one controller, no backwards compatibility, or any of that stuff. He said he noticed last episode that we seem to be in agreement that Nintendo should streamline an X by giving one new controller and bucking all the old ones. 
His counterpoint is that if unless Nintendo is committed to the idea of no backwards compatibility and no more HD remakes, at least when it comes to Wii branding, anything that used the Wii remote, uh, that's what they would have to do. They would have to abandon a lot of that software. Um, and then the second follow-up point comes from Greg M. He says, I agree that Wii and Wii U have too many peripherals. However, he felt that the Wii remote having a sync option made it easier for backwards compatibility. He wants a controller so that he'll be able to play older games, essentially. So he wants NX to be backwards compatible. So they're both slightly the same topic, but a little different. Mm -hmm. But do we want NX to be backwards compatible is the question. Yeah, I mean, backwards compatibility is an interesting thing, uh, which this year, over the past six months, I've come to realize a lot of people really care about that. Uh, coming out of E3, the 360 news of backwards compatibility was one of our biggest stories. Yeah. And this week, with the uh, PS2, I guess it's not backwards compatible, but the PS2 emulation on PS4 is a huge story. And so... Um, yeah, this is something people care about, and I think, especially with a with a company like Nintendo and with the legacy they have, I think it's important to yeah. acknowledge, especially the fans who were there for, yes, the Wii, where everyone was there, but for the Wii U, where you lost a lot of people, and if you want to get them back, sort of uh, rewarding the people that were there and did stick by your side during the yeah. Wii U days. I agree, but Nintendo made it really difficult for themselves because the machines are so different, yeah. right? Well, and and that, especially because the controls are so different. And, I mean, credit to them for even moving to Wii you they still supported all the Wii games on it right um, but I don't know how successful that was it's not like in order to enjoy Wii U you have to buy a Wii remote mm -hmm. you know the Wii remote is an afterthought when it comes to new Wii U games no mm. question right? sure. sure yeah it's and not so, a priority at so all I, if they do this I have a feeling it's going to be the same way where you know they're not gonna. They're not gonna really push the Wii Remote as this device you must own, but it is out there if you want to play the classic. Well, and that's games. what they did on Virtual Console on Wii, where it was, hey, there is a Virtual Console Pro controller that you should buy yeah. if you're going to play those games, especially anything that had more than the regular NES button setup. Which is the heart of both of these both of these emails is essentially the minute you do backwards compatibility, your controller is part of the problem. Mm -hmm. The way you can interface with the game is kind of a problem. And in Nintendo's case, they would need two controllers. It would be one the Wii Remote and Nunchuck would have to be a combo for anyone who wants to play a Wii game, especially ones designed around motion, and then anyone who wanted to dip into, say, N64 or GameCube, you need a controller with enough buttons to do all those things. Mm -hmm. You can't just fake that. Yeah. Like, we don't live in a day yeah. and age where, you know, that stuff, uh, unless you're on PC where you can customize and do everything, and by the way, you're also stealing, but uh, that that is part of... <laughs> that's buy a game on Steam, you're not stealing. <laughs> no, I meant more the backwards compatibility, oh, yeah, yeah. like importing yeah, or, or yeah, totally. yeah, grabbing things I, from the internet that maybe uh, you should have paid for. I would hope, I, I mean, personally, I would love love it if they started over if the next system started over the way the super nes did hmm. where you know which or the way PlayStation favorite, 4 did. it's my favorite console of all time and yeah. but ps4 they're backtracking right they're giving no, you access but, to the classic but from games. out of the gate yeah. they said we're not doing ps3 support yeah. we like or playstation it, now became the solution for that and i don't think it's it didn't been a hurt it. solution by it, the way. it is the most popular console so it clearly didn't hold, uh, no. hurt it and you can do this kind of move you can um, GameCube, also the other example of a home console I, that didn't do backwards. I just also feel that Nintendo's best software is not on the Wii U. There, there are a lot of on the Wii. Um, there are a lot of great games mm -hmm. on the Wii that I love dearly, but that is not the best machine. Yeah. And Nintendo has such a rich history. 
I'd be okay if if they just started over so, with a traditional controller. Setup. Are you are you referring to backwards compatibility as in I can put my discs in, or backwards compatibility as in when I log on to whatever the hell my Nintendo account is when I get an NX that I'm still able to play all of the NES and SNES games that I've purchased Let, over do, the past. Let's do an either or scenario. Yeah. Let's just say it, it, it by some magic in the universe yeah. you are just playing a Wii game or a Wii U game or older on yeah. this machine. I mean, I'm less. I think I'm going to be less inclined to go back and play a Wii or a Wii U mm-hmm. game. And I'd be much more inclined to go back and play like a classic NES or SNES game. Those mm-hmm. are just the games I tend to, like, that's where my nostalgia lies. Mm-hmm. And whereas stuff within the past five to ten years, I'm more looking forward as opposed to looking backwards. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I feel like the, the classics way. will mm-hmm. never die. I'm always going to want to open up A Link to the Past or Ocarina of Time sure. or... Um, I, I think my nostalgia still just peaks at 64. I don't really dabble <laughs> I, in enough GameCube stuff. I know there are people out there who would and oh, want to totally. splurge, but it also depends on that market and if there's enough interest. And Nintendo, I mean, Nintendo has shown that they are, they can re-release games, um, you know, and update them. I mean, look at Pikmin, right? There are these additions mm-hmm. for Wii U um, of the of the first two games that yeah, you can play, right. the new play control stuff. So, yeah. so they aren't they aren't afraid to bring a game back and try yep. and adapt it to a different control yeah, scheme. I'm okay um, with that, even though you got to buy them a new. But if you love those games that much, well, I'm kind of drawing the line. I'm buying a new when NX comes out. Whatever the virtual console setup is, I really, really, <laughs> really am not going to be a happy camper if I have to pay. <laughs> for those games again just because I feel like I've bought them enough times. We're lucky Brian isn't here because otherwise he'd go Hulk. Oh, yeah. He's gone Hulk He would go Red Hulk right now. Italian Hulk. Yeah. Italian Hulk. Hulk. So this is our last question uh, and it's coming in from Jeremy. Uh, I don't have a location. Hello, Jeremy. Uh, Oh, wait. Sorry. Is that the right question? I always have to think of Yellow Submarine when I hear Jeremy. Yeah, actually, no, I had a different question. I apologize, Jeremy. We'll get to your question next show. Oh, (laughs) what? You burnt, Jeremy. You burnt. Man. Um, I apologize. He's a real nowhere man now. I know. Uh, (laughs) Here it is. Okay. uh, Oh, man, I can't find the question. Sorry. We had this really good one where basically someone was asking us if we wanted a... Oh, here it is. Hang on. This is okay. terrible, terrible oh, dead air. Talk amongst theater each other. This is theater of the mind. Yeah, this is the real break. Why don't you guys so talk where, to each other while I pull this up? Where do you get your uh, cardigans? Any... I get them from all sorts of places. Yeah. I get them from thrift shops. Uh, people have literally sent them to me. People it's have so... sent you cardigans? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's become a thing. Not like people like like friends of mine have oh, I sent see. them. Yeah. I don't know if I I'd thought wear... like you go in the mail room, there's like cardigans everywhere. I mean, that's... Found I... it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I don't have the name for it. So if you're listening to this question and you sent it, I'm apologizing to you. I'm going to look for it while we talk about it. It could be Jeremy. But mm-hmm. it could be Jeremy. But uh, he's basically asking, do you think a well-designed... He basically wants a mobile Zelda game. And he's making the argument, he put question mark. Like he, he wants this to happen. He says, do you think a well-designed, smart, and greatly crafted mobile game like Monument Valley will be possible as a Legend of Zelda with the awesome characters and storytelling that the Zelda games provide? Maybe if Nintendo partners with this kind of, with a third-party developer or the same way they're currently doing with Pokemon. But he's asking, mm-hmm. if Zelda took the form of a Monument Valley, which was released by Us 2 Games, us two uh, games? it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was put on uh, for free on iOS a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I want to say last game. week. Really great game. Mm-hmm. Smart puzzle design. Not very combat heavy. But oh, no, just not a at game. all. Yeah, yeah, there's no you combat in There's no game. fail state. But yeah. it is a lot about just figuring out these, these brain teasers. Um, have you played that? Which one? Monument Valley. Uh, I have played that, yeah. Okay. But I, when you say Zelda game on on mobile, I think think Ocean, Ocean Horn. Horn. Yeah, Ocean Horn is basically like a Wind Waker 
uh, looking game, very similar to Zelda. Yeah. Um, it's do it. I mean, it's doable, right? You, yeah. You can pull it off. I, you know, I I've gone on record a lot that I prefer the button, you know, D-pad control or stick control Zelda more than a touchscreen based interaction, right? Like, I. I'm not as big of a fan of the uh, of the Spirit Tracks and Phantom Hourglass. Yeah, of, of those, I, they're still great games, but I really love the kind of the connection with the sword through buttons rather than yeah. tapping and all that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you can do that on iOS with with virtual buttons, of oh, course, totally. but yeah. like it's just not the same. There's to something me. not there. You don't yeah. have the resistance of, yeah. of a D-pad or of an analog stick, and uh, yeah, I think I, instead of having sort of a I want a Zelda game but with touch controls, I would want. A Zelda game, but completely redesigned. Yeah. Not, in, not only in terms of uh, control, but in terms of mechanics. And I'm thinking, yeah, Monument Valley. That was Phantom, Phantom Hourglass. No, but I'm thinking even more like uh, what uh, Square Enix Montreal is doing with Hitman games and with Lara Croft Go mm. is sort of take Zelda and mm. rethink it. Those games were great. Those, yeah, those games are really the game like completely. Yes, yeah. but it, but it kept what sort of the spirit and the 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 Track. sensibilities behind those big 3D games. I like games. that point. So yeah. you're saying don't abandon ship to take on the Monument Valley presentation and approach, but instead find the things about Zelda that make sense mm-hmm. and adapt them to a mobile yeah. uh, sort like, of idea. I think it would be great to have like be going through dungeons that are these puzzle rooms, and it's it's turn-based. It's not necessarily in real mm-hmm. time, and so you're moving around the rooms trying to figure out, well, crap, where do I get my fire arrows to light this thing, and how do I get past this enemy? And it's these like one-to-one, yeah, like I just want Square Enix Montreal yeah. to do this so I really, <laughs> I really enjoyed uh, Monument Valley, but I expect a little more from Zelda, and mm-hmm. especially even a Zelda on a mobile. Uh, unlike uh, Pear, I actually thought... Uh, I really enjoyed Spirit Tracks. The on-rails portions were not great, but I felt that the dungeon design and the idea of swapping between these two characters, doing all of that with a stylus, all really worked. And I really liked the dungeons in that game. I remember really I, I feeling it. like just this this all made sense, even though you adapted it to this platform. More so than Phantom Hourglass, which was the first time I started to feel more of the fatigue around how Zelda has the same items and Zelda right. kind of follows a similar I, script but that oh my god that temple like I going back that, to that temple the tower your feelings yeah. Otero like when you <laughs> went back to a game where you hit a button and he swings the sword oh no I when prefer that like between yeah, worlds I'm yeah. always gonna prefer that yeah. but if if you can make the concept work as, as well as a Hitman Go mm-hmm. or as a Lara Croft Go or as I mean I'm sure one day we're gonna see Deus Ex Go like mm-hmm. there's no question yeah. that's gonna happen I think that um, Nintendo's responsibility is to try and find a smart way to do that, and you know, and if that takes a third party, fine. But I don't think I think they're smart enough to figure that out on their mm-hmm. own. The question is, do they have the resources? They yeah. will definitely do. <clears throat> a, I mean, the Zelda brand will come to iOS. There's no question. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it will not be a Zelda game the way you know it on the consoles. Yeah. Like yeah. it will, you know, maybe <laughs> crossbow training is 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 more a likely. notable yeah. spinoff. You might get something more in that vein where it's the characters but very different gameplay, or you know, maybe. Maybe they'll go back to a Zelda that they would never do on their consoles uh, ha- with a handheld or, or uh, TV base. Again, like a Zelda 2, right? Like something that has mm-hmm. stats and a different perspective or something. We'll, yeah. we'll see, but... Um, I, just, I, feel, Kingdom, I feel yeah. like, though... Um, sorry, I got to throw this out there because you said, uh, unlike Zelda the way you know it, I feel like Triforce Heroes was going for Zelda in a much different way. 
And I feel like everyone, uh, the consensus balked at it, which made me sad because I thought that game was actually good. Mm -hmm. I still think that game is is a great game. But that's because um, it's instead of another game, not in addition to another game. What do you mean by that? Well, you're getting, like, everybody wants more Zelda and you get Hyrule Warriors and Triforce Heroes, mm -hmm. right? And what everybody really wants is the big game for Wii U or, you know, Link Between Worlds, like that experience. Mm. Um I mean, I, I think have friends how, who no, play but I think the that's how fans Zero think, right? They, yeah. they think, hey, <clears throat> I'm getting this instead of something else. Maybe it's that, but I even think, you know, Triforce Heroes is very goofy. Like, very, it's from the game, start. Yeah. 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 But I have friends who have even gone so far as to say, I cannot take this seriously. Nah, yeah. And I feel sad by that because it's yeah. like, well, why do you have to have a, a freaking serious like quest? Yeah, no, all everything the time? doesn't like, have to be a wet blanket. Yeah, like it, let it let it have fun within what it wants to be. And to me, it was fine. I'm not disrespecting that opinion. I hear where it's coming right. from, but at the same time, it worries me because it's like, well, does this always have to be the same thing? Yeah, but it, I mean, you get it with other franchises too, right? Like there are people who will never buy a game that is online only. Mm. Or, you know, and, and you have to realize that multiplayer gaming, multiplayer only gaming, and I, and I know this game, you can play it alone, but it's just not the same. It's just not for everyone, yep. right? And right. just like for some people, single player quests, these long quests are not something they want to go after. Yeah, yeah. or fetch quests and for the that. Zelda games are rooted in these long puzzle and story driven quests, and it's hard to switch that up on the audience and expect 100% of the audience to be into it, right? No, yeah. that's that's a fair point. All right, and with that, we got to go. Uh, the GM got a meeting, so yes. we got to be greeting. Uh, and we got a holiday party. We saying goodbye, oh, yeah. and then we have a holiday party, which hopefully we will survive. Thank you very much for listening to Nintendo Voice Chat. We were a weekly show on IGN, but we're not the only show on IGN. In fact, Martin Sleva yes. is the host, uh, one of the hosts of Podcast mm -hmm. Beyond. He is also a regular on Podcast Unlocked. Mm -hmm. uh, you should definitely check his work out. Uh, we've got some other stuff going on around the site. Uh, we got a lot of Game of the Year stuff going up, yes, a lot of wrap-ups. Yeah. Uh, how are we already doing Game of the Year? Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're really busy this time of year. Yeah. Um, if you like the show, leave us some feedback. You can email us at NBC.com, or you can head over to iTunes, leave us a show review. We are always reading your feedback. Definitely. Mm -hmm. any, <clears throat> any, any beautiful, wonderful star rating you give us on iTunes helps um, other people discover the show. Mm -hmm. And obviously, yeah. we want the more listeners we get the more powerful we get and the closer we are to taking over the world. Mm -hmm. That's terrifying. And getting yeah. you mother four. Yeah. Um, and lastly, you can find <laughs> us on... You can find us on Twitter. You can find Marty Sleva at... Mick Biggity with two G's and two T's. You can find Per Schneider at... Pure IGN. And you can find myself, Jose underscore Otero. Thank you very much for listening and we'll be back next week with more Nintendo Wish Hat.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.